0: Hi everyone, and welcome to the Passion Podcast. This podcast is where students share their opinions on certain topics, including relationships, dating, mental health, and more. Become inspired and ready to take action as we discuss some of the hottest topics and issues that students are facing in 2019 all around the world. into that, I almost forgot to introduce myself. My name is Sophie Nyman, and I'll be hosting this podcast. So sit back, relax, and listen as we discuss healthy relationships and learn the stories from some of my friends,
1: Gheren,
0: Lowen, Juliana, and Will. So I think the first thing we need to establish is how to start building relationships. And um, this can come really natural for some people, but it can be really tough a lot of the times for um, a bunch of other people as well. I personally think that um, the first step should be to be open to anyone, not just to tell yourself you're only going to be friends with certain people. Because you never know uh, who you might meet and who you might become friends with. I remember uh, when I was starting grade 9, I didn't have a lot of friends because I had gone to a school that I not a lot of my friends had chose. So I was really um, looking to make some new friends, and there was a whole bunch of people that um, were in my class. And it was really scary at first to go talk to them, but um, we started talking, and one girl in general, her name was Emily, uh, she was in my family studies class and I remember she um, had a nose ring and I guess that was kind of like I don't know I felt like I was I don't know she just looked different than I did I guess and um, but we started talking and we became such close friends that um, we actually went to Hawaii together so it was really cool and even though I kind of like didn't like her at first i guess you could say um like she knows who's i'm allowed to say this um that um i didn't let myself like judge her for who she was and stuff and we actually became really close friends so um that's one example of how to build a really healthy friendship and just to be open to anyone no matter what they look like or where they come from how they talk um yeah but also you want to make sure that you're keeping in mind that um these friends are the ones that are going to influence you the most. Um there's actually a quote, but it's also sort of a fact that the people that you spend time with the most, the first 5 people are the ones you're going to be like sounding like and talking like. So um it's really important to know the type of person you want to be I guess and to just make sure your friends are helping you become that person and lifting you up instead of dragging you down and yeah I really think that it's so important to have a good relationship with yourself as well and you might be thinking what like how do I make a relationship with myself um but I just mean to know who you are Uh, Know the type of person you want to be, like, um, and make sure that you are loving yourself because if you can't love yourself first, then you're going to have a hard time loving others and giving it all to your friends and to your relationship. So a good friend of mine once told me to be the person that you're looking for is looking for. And you might think, like, what? That's so confusing. Um, But basically, it just means to, uh, for example, if you're looking for someone, a friend, who's going to be really caring and trustworthy um, with you, someone you can tell everything to and they'll keep it to themselves, uh, that means that you should also be caring and trustworthy too. Um, So be the person that you're looking for, caring and trustworthy, is looking for. And so, because if you're looking for someone who going with our example is very caring, then chances are that they're also going to be looking for someone who's very caring. So, and I don't mean to change who you are um, to be with that person um, or to be friends with that person, uh, but just to always be... Aware that if you want something in a relationship, you're going to have to give it as well. Alright, so now I'd like to take the chance to introduce you to some of my friends, Grecirin, Loan, Juliana, and Will. Hey, I'm Loan. Hi, I'm Grecirin. Hi, I'm Juliana. Hi, I'm Will. So now I'm going to be asking these lovely people some questions about friendships and romantic relationships. And we're going to see what they have to say. Question one. How do you know if your relationship is healthy?
2: I think you can tell when a relationship is healthy, when you can be totally honest with the person, and when something exciting or something sad happens to you, just the first, thing, first person you want to tell is that person, and it's just, you can be, just tell them everything, and it just makes you so happy.
0: Okay, I like being able to um, joke around with my friends and be able to, like, take nothing seriously and, like, have fun. Yeah, so you guys, like, sort of have, like, the same
3: mindset and, like, same ideas?
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Yeah, I think trust is key in a healthy relationship. So like if you have if you trust each other that's healthy. That's cool. And um the National Domestic Violence Hotline, um, they say
0: that um to be in a healthy relationship, the two things that are absolutely key are good communication and also to have and set boundaries. Do you agree with this?
3: Yes, I do agree. Um I think everyone has boundaries. Everyone should have some sort of boundaries and communicating about this is really important.
0: So in terms of friendship, Juliana, how would you describe a healthy relationship?
3: Um, I think it's when uh, the other
1: person is dependent on you and they check up on you and they know they make sure everything's okay and they look out for you and it's just nice to have that feeling that you know you're not alone.
0: Question two. Describe your past relationships. What worked and what didn't work? And how did you fix it in the future?
2: So in the past, I feel like I've had friendships that where they don't really make an effort to to be your friend. I feel like you kind of have to do everything. Like if you ever ever wanna hang out, like you always have to reach out Mm -hmm. and they never really make an effort to hang out with you. And I don't know, I feel like Then you find friends that are worth it and just, like, that always want to hang out with you. You always want to, like, go out for brunch with them. And it's just, like, it just feels so much better.
0: Yeah, that's so true. And do you have any advice for listeners on, like, how to, like, realize you're in that type of, like, toxic friendship or, like, how to get out of one? Well, I feel like maybe you could always try just, like, don't
2: text them for a week, and if they don't say anything to you, don't even ask like, "Hey, like, do you want to hang out?" or "How have you been?" or "Do you want to go out for lunch?" Like, I feel like then you know that they don't really want to be in the friendship as much as you do. And if you're the one who's, if you notice, you're the one who's always making the effort, and you're the one who's always asking them to hang out, then I feel like maybe you should realize that they're just not quite the kind of friend you want to have, and you should find people that like you and want to hang out with you.
0: And yeah, it's just That is so true. And do you feel like has this caused any drama for you in the past? Like do you think it's been worth it to find new people to hang out with? Yeah,
2: I mean, I've certainly lost friends because of this because they don't want to be That's hard. Yeah, they don't want to be quite as not as dedicated to the relationship as I am. But then coming to high school, grade 10, I found so many people that just would love to be my friend. And it's just, it's just so much better now.
3: So I've oh. had a couple friendships in the past, and sometimes they do things to betray my trust. Like, they will not tell me something really important, and I'll have to find out from somebody else. And that really hurts yeah, sometimes. Fine. And it really, like, breaks all my trust. Mm-hmm. And then it's hard to grow back, even with new people, right? <laughs> yeah. it's It's hard to... When I have such big trust issues, it's hard to... Mm -hmm. become close to other people exactly and
0: how do you think with your experience what do you think is the best way to build trust with someone
3: um i think communication is key like if you're always like speaking to this person you're always talking about it's it's hard to talk about your problems but it's 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 healthy and to like let out some seams sometimes and that really helps you grow as a person
1: I've experienced past relationships where I feel like um, the other person is very controlling and um, it's really hard for me to explain. But the other person has felt that they have a lot of control over me. And so, I don't know, like if I do something that they're, they don't agree with completely or that they're not happy with, then they take out that anger Physically Were some examples of when you guys didn't see eye-to-eye eye, like what like did you do
0: that made him abusive towards you?
1: It matter. Um, there was a lot of things I guess we had a lot of conflicts very often I mean they were verbal too, so it wasn't mm. that bad, but um He didn't really like when I didn't agree to do certain things um also we both have like very different friend groups mm-hmm. and I have a lot of like close guy friends and he didn't really like when I would talk to them and stuff. So he'd make me cut myself off of a lot of friendships. Oh, that's really hard. Relationships I'm sorry. That and those people would look out for me and he would just kind of make that's me stop really talking tart. to them. And
0: what were some steps you took to first realize that you were in that rebu- abusive relationship?
1: And also, how did you get out of it? Um, there was definitely a lot of fear in these steps that I had to take because, mm-hmm. you know, he was very controlling. So I didn't really know how he would react react um but oh I talked to a couple close friends of mine you know for their support um and I I mean I tried to tell him right and he obviously didn't agree so it took a while but I soon just removed myself from the situation entirely and cut myself off from him because the whole relationship was very toxic for me okay yeah that must have been hard thank you for sharing
0: Good one. so a lot of my friendships when we go out for lunch um I'm stuck paying and then that's all it pisses me off so I start talking to them I'm like you know what I'm tired of this maybe you should pull your own weight question three how do you know if your relationship isn't healthy You don't yeah. want to be yeah. there, you don't want to hang out with them, yes. you don't want to spend time with them. Absolutely. You just want to be, you'd rather be alone than be with them. Yeah. And what do you think, what you, What should you do once you realize that your relationship's unhealthy? Um, you should probably just like, try to distance yourself from that person. And yeah. Wow, that was some really great advice. And I'm so thankful that um, these students could have a chance to come onto the show and share their opinions on this and their experiences as well. I think that some of the big things that um, were really important that we talked about were be open and honest in your relationships, not be too controlling. Wow, that was some really great advice. And I'm so thankful that um, these students could have a chance to come onto the show And share their opinions on this and their experiences as well. I think that some of the big things that um, were really important that we talked about were be open and honest in your relationships. Not be too controlling. And to always be communicating with your friends or partner. I really liked what uh, Gercuren and I were talking about in our interview about the National Domestic Violence Hotline. They state that the two things that you really need in a healthy relationship are communication and setting boundaries. Uh, so you know with your partner or your friend um where things cross the line and how to communicate with your partner or friend to make sure that your relationship stays healthy. I also think that it's very important that we talk about Juliana's past relationship. Uh, she shared with us that he was very controlling and was verbally and physically abusive in their relationship, and I'm just really happy for her that she was able to not only realize that that was not normal and not okay, but also to figure out um, and have the courage to get out of that relationship, and I'm so happy that she's okay now and able to be happy. There's this awesome website that I learned about called loveisrespect.org. I definitely think you guys should go check it out. Um, there's a lot of really great resources and it tells you how to get help as well. So if you're in need of that, definitely go check it out. loveisrespect.org I think it's so important as students in 2019 to recognize um, and learn about the different types of abuse. There is physical abuse, which LoveIsRespect.org describes as any unintentional or unwanted contact with you or something close to your body. Examples include scratching, punching, biting, strangling, or kicking, but also pulling your hair, pushing or pulling you, grabbing your clothing, um, forcing you to have a set to have sex or to perform a sexual act. Now this definitely sounds very serious, and if you or a partner or even a friend um have experienced this, um make sure to get out of that relationship and make sure that you are in a safe place and that you have some help. But there's also um another type of abuse and that is emotional or verbal abuse. And that's something that we don't see as like super bad compared to physical abuse, but it does have terrible consequences as well. Um this is when Your partner might be telling you lies or telling you you look ugly or worthless. And when you hear that for too long, you're going to start to believe it, even though it's completely not true. And finally, there's digital abuse. Um, This can include sending you unwanted explicit pictures or demanding that you send some in return. Now, I know that a lot of you are lucky enough to not have experienced this, but nearly 1.5 million high school students nationwide experience physical abuse from a partner in one single year, and that's just physical abuse alone. There's also emotional and digital abuse, as we talked about earlier. Believe it or not, one in three teenagers in America state that they have been physically, verbally, or emotionally abused in the past, and that is just not right. That is so way too many, and we need to be working together um, as a school community and as teenagers to help fix this, because no one ever deserves to be treated like that. So, so far we've learned about how to build healthy relationships, and then we've heard some stories from some of my friends. And finally, we've talked about some of the statistics on um, abusive relationships and healthy relationships. So now I think it's time that we call up my grandma um, for some advice. She always knows what she's talking about. She's very wise. So hopefully she'll be able to give us some advice on this as well. Sophie. Sophie Diamond. How are you today? Hi, <laughs> right, I'm good. How are you? Uh,
4: great. Did you dig yourself out of your uh, snow pit there? Do you have lots of snow? Oh,
0: we have lots of snow right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um. so i'm making a podcast and i was wondering if you had any advice for our high school listeners about um healthy relationships and how to build healthy friendships and find good people to hang out with do you have anything that comes to mind
4: all right well i'm just thinking um learning never stops through your life for sure you learn when you're a child from one to twelve, <laughs> you're learning how to walk, how to mm. a bathroom, how to how to uh, feed yourself. There's all kinds of things you can do riding a bike. But then when you get to be thirteen to eighteen, you're considered a mm. teenager, right? Yeah, that's right. And then there's a lot. It's like the stepping stone year. Hmm, that's, that's good. Age, you get changes and transitions going from 13 to 18. It's quite a quite a gap. Mm-hmm. When you hit the magic thing of 18, they say, hey, guess what? Teenage years are gone. You're now on adult. <laughs> I think, Sophie, I think what you need to do really <clears throat> as a teenager, you have to find your passion.
0: Uh-huh. But that so will help you make
4: good choices too. Mm-hmm. Be an individual. Don't follow the crowd.
0: That's so right? true, yeah. For sure. For what you
4: stand up, really, for what, you, what you're you all about. Find out what you're all about, but don't don't go following the crowd. Oh, yeah, for sure. Unless it's a the really... parade, then you can follow the crowd. <laughs> so do you have any other questions? Awesome. Does that sound like I'm giving no, you too much to think No, that's
0: so good. No, that's definitely a lot for everyone to think about. And I think you've given us some awesome advice. So thank you so much.
4: Okay, and that'll only be a two cents worth. Just like in the comics. That was my. I'll just charge you two cents. Well, of All course, right. pennies. 25 cents.
0: Worth. Okay. All right. So take care. Love yeah, you, you so too. Much. Love you too. Bye, Grandma. Wow, my grandma sure knows what she's talking about. That was some great advice about using those stepping stones as teenagers to learn more about life. And to not follow a crowd, um, to find your passion. And I think this really ties in with friendships and relationships in general. uh, Because you're going to, as I said earlier in the podcast, you're going to want to have friends who are going to encourage you um, with your passion, to, to fill your passion and to find your passion as well. Well, we have sure covered a lot of ground on this podcast from abusive relationships and what to do if you're in one or if your friend's in one, to healthy relationships and how to find good friends um, that'll encourage you to find your passion in life and encourage you to be the best person you can be. If this podcast has inspired you, please feel free to let us know by emailing me at sophiecdiamond at gmail.com. Also, if you have any questions or anything you think we should have covered but didn't, also email us and let us know what you want to see next time. Again, I'd just like to say thank you so much to all the people who helped me um, when recording this podcast your Kieran, Juliana, Will, and my grandma for giving us some awesome advice. My name's Sophie Nyman, and thank you for listening to The Passion Podcast.